Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous. Together we explore the joy in the journey of life. We talk about gamification and other playful learning aspects. And I am so excited to have Stephanie Crawford with us today. She's been on the show before and she's going to be on the show again. And we today are chatting about ideas for online learning. Uh, This sort of comes at a time when Stephanie and I find ourselves at home because (laughs) it is the polar vortex that has descended upon North America and many of the school districts in the Northern Hemisphere here have off because it's just so cold. Uh, Stephanie, can you introduce yourself and share just how cold it is in your neck of the woods? (laughs) Hi, Michael. Um, I am from central Illinois, actually Peoria area. And um, it is right now we had a real feel of negative... Uh, 34, I think, which was warmed up from the negative 51 that it was this morning at 7. Yeah, it is crazy. I live in Wisconsin here, and it is very, very similar. When I took my daughter to her grandparents, uh, where she's hanging out today, they uh, the car said negative 22, and my car doesn't take into account wind chill. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the like real just as it is. And it's blustery out up here, so I know it's much higher or lower. It's a bigger number. That's what I want to say. It's a much bigger number. That's what I'm trying to say, people. Uh, but all of this sort of leads to this idea of our topic today, and our topic being kind of this online ideas. We don't have to only focus on like a snow day kind of experience, but this this kind of how can we use the right tools to sort of make those moments that we're not together that much better, whether that's a flipped class, whether that's like a carefully designed sub lesson or, or a day off like today, because at my school, we actually don't call these snow days anymore, which is just a, that's sad. That's sad. Cause my childhood, they were just snow days and you got to play. Uh, but today we call them online learning days and we're, we're really encouraged to put out the amount of content and the experience that, as best we can that we would have in class when we're not in class. So I thought we could have a show on that and like talk about what other teachers do. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so I guess I'll dive right in uh, to get us started uh, with particularly today, right? So today we're coming on the heels of this is like our third snow day we had two legitimate like it snowed a lot days uh in the last two weeks and then today this super cold day and putting that content out there it's been kind of interesting because i don't teach at an online school at all um our kids have one-to-one laptops but we don't really do like a lot like in terms of when they're not in class like they're, they're, we don't have a lot of online modules for them to go through or whatever So this was kind of rather interesting to see us sort of almost turn on this machine of learning online because our kids aren't used to it. And here we're doing it in a moment when like you can't guide your kids through it. And I got to admit in the very few touch points that we've come back to school in this like winter off (laughs) that we're having, uh, I was kind of amazed at how many kids easily snapped into kind of online learning. Like they, my percentage of homework completion was still high and like uh kids got the materials and kids understood and could answer the questions and yeah 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 like it was it was as if we did have class the other day which was kind of amazing to me um i don't know if 
your in your experience you've had that yeah and i realized when i introduced myself i never told my role so i'm sorry i failed at introductions there but i am currently an instructional coach but when i was teaching um eighth grade ela i i guess used some of those same ideas of online learning um when i was out of the classroom not for a snow day but if i knew i wasn't going to be there and i found the same thing michael that uh, the students still did what was expected of them and came prepared and were ready to jump right into that next conversation um, and for me i felt like it worked really well with the gamification that i had in place because i could leave um you know for instance the game snake oil which is very similar to apples to apples i had adapted it for my classroom and so i would sometimes leave uh a character for them as a character card and have them, um, you know, like randomly choose five words out of what I left. Um, and they'd have to, out of those five, narrow it down and make a product. And then they used, um, I used Seesaw as our platform for that, but they used Seesaw to record their advertisement, like trying to get this character that I left to buy the product. So they were showing me that they knew the character, that they were making um, characterization, they were doing making inferences, sure. they were kind of analyzing, and they had fun with it. And it was really easy for me to check in while I was gone and see that because it posted to Seesaw. So I like that. So that's a good, I mean, a good app for people to use. If you if you don't know it, check that out. It's a really great communication tool for parents <laughs> and students and, and the free and free. That's my favorite flavor. That and pizza, mm -hmm. like those are, mm, yum. And uh, for me, uh, today, my online learning experience, it, if we were in class, I, I'd every year do this awesome, great debate where kids research all sorts of facts about Sparta and another group researches all sorts of facts about Athens, and it's kind of this debate, which is the better city-state. And we have these categories that we have like an opening statement, and then we have like categories like education, women's rights, you know, military, these kind of things, right? And then closing statements, 10 in total. And it felt like today would be the day that we would do the like awesome debate. And I had kids yesterday in school that were like, I kind of don't want school to be canceled. I really, <laughs> I really just want to do this debate. It'd be awesome. And I said, don't worry, we're going to do the debate. And they were like so confused. Like, how are we going to do the debate if we're not in school? And I'm like, just trust me, it's going to work out. And I created, and my kids haven't used this yet this year, I created this flip grid where all 10 topics are there per class period. And I made it so that all of the responses are moderated, which means no one else sees the response. They all go to me first. Mm -hmm. And how the debate would have worked in class would have been that they would have picked one person to kind of make their opening statement. And I would score that statement zero to five points. And then the next group would get up and I'd score them zero to five points. So on this online learning, what I'm doing is kids can go in there and once they're, they can see a video from, let's say, Athens, it means I've approved that one. That is locked in. There are no other opening statements for Athens. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> don't make them. Go to one of the other nine topics and make your pitch. But what I like about this, almost better than doing it in the class, is... I told kids, you don't know, like they can't see how many videos are posted. So right. like 
they're, they're, they might be like, oh man, we don't, they don't know if there are any posted for women's rights for Athens. So five or six kids are going to go make that video, mm-hmm. not knowing if it's made already or not. I'll watch those four or five from Athens and then like approve what I see as the best one for them. And then mm-hmm. that will encourage Sparta to also do the same thing. Like I better go and post five or six videos. So you're getting like, hopefully every kid's going to do three or four of these. Um, and they're not long. I mean, they have to make uh, 45 seconds to a minute argument. Uh, so asking them to do three or four after we've already done the research should be relatively easy and painless for them today. But they get to kind of see this thing unfold throughout the day. And I sort of said that after 4 p.m., the experience is done. Like I am not checking after that point. Oh, I love that. So like you have this time. And I said, I encourage you to come back, see what's there. And then I said, because we have a gamified class, I also upped it one ante, and that is if you want, after I've scored and said, here's Athens' opening statement, they got the five points or four points, whatever I give them. That can't change, but I said, you can earn XP if you make rebuttals to that video. It won't, it won't change, it. it won't change the debate score, but you could earn some XP if you just like go back and rebut some of these other people's comments. <laughs> and I just think, Man, this is like, I think this is going to, like I said, this might actually turn out better than when it was in the class. <laughs> and this is all happening when we're not there. And kids are sending me emails like saying they're super excited. They're pumped. Thanks for putting on the the the, the debate, even though it, it kind of, quote unquote, they thought it wasn't going to happen today. I love that. We had, um, so in our gamified PD, we have those bingo cards and... One of them is a book bingo also. And I know that there were teachers that were talking about, okay, well, I can put my book bingo square in my day off. So it was really, um, like, I even though it's not, even though it's a teacher instead of a student, what? <laughs> I have to interrupt with an important update. I don't have school tomorrow. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> school has been canceled. For tomorrow. For those of you listening or watching, I gave you a modified version of my celebration from when my school day was canceled as Michael and I were talking earlier. So, yes. I'm very excited for you. School's been canceled <laughs> January 31. I don't know when you're listening to this. You might be listening to this in summer, <laughs> and it makes no sense that we have these snow days right now. But, uh, yes, it is canceled for tomorrow. Uh, and Stephanie and I were saying before the show started <laughs> that, like, we really would just like to know, even if we had school tomorrow... I just yeah. want somebody to tell me like it's happening or not happening. And I had, I'm sorry I had to interrupt you. I had to share with the world. That was a, important. And it goes with our topic. I have another yeah. online learning day I have to prepare for tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm just going to go back to yes. what I was saying. I am sorry. That's okay. Because it is, it goes with that. The, the teachers with their book bingo are still able to do something. So we, with our second snow day too, they're getting an extended chance to read more and keep learning. And then we have the other bingo card where they can be doing, making activities for their class and planning them and posting them to our PD website. But then the students, we've had teachers who have taken those concepts from our gamified PD and done it for their students. So now those students have those bingo boards at home on days like this and we're one-to-one and they can be picking items off their and working on them, even though there's no school today, too. So they're still getting personalized learning because they're choosing from a bingo board that has multiple opportunities for them. Um, 
but they're continuing to interact with the material even though they're not at the building. Nice. I mean, I like your whole gamified PD that you've sort of put in place since becoming a, uh, what's the official term? Is it tech integrator? Uh, no, we're instructional technology coaches. There you go. Um, thank you. No problem. And so <laughs> what I love about this and it fits this topic is it is making connections and building sort of relationships even when you're not in that same space. And right. I think that that is what done right these sort of online learning days or whatever you want to call them or days that you have a substitute, if you, if you create it right, you can actually be not only moving forward with content, but you could also be moving forward with those kind of relationship buildings and, and other aspects, which I, I just think, I, don't know, I think that's really cool. <laughs> like that's not, that didn't happen when I was a kid. And like, that is while I somewhat feel bad that the kids don't have that snow day experience we had, they also get the benefit of, growing those relationships and experiences in, in ways that we never did. And on a day like today, you, you can't go outside. It's too cold to be outside. They're not missing out on playing in the snow. They're not missing out on that childhood experience. So it's, it's, it's not like there's something that they're getting taken away from them. Cause I think sometimes that's the argument. They're not allowed to be kids, you know, on their snow day, but they can't go outside. And how much Fortnite do you need in a day? I feel like, you know, it, it, there are limits to those things. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I 100% hear you. Like, today seems like a great day for learning because, like I said, like you said, it's not there would be building snow forts outside. You'll literally, like, freeze your face within five <laughs> minutes. I mean, this is it. For those of you that live in the South, I want you to picture, like, Star Wars, Battle of Hoth, like... Your your tauntaun will freeze before the first marker experience out there. Like that is what I'm seeing. Yeah. I mean, like they tell you not to breathe through your mouth because you will burn your lungs. Yes. Like that sounds like something you'd, you'd give that, you'd give that advice to like an astronaut, not somebody that literally voluntarily chooses to live here. <laughs> Uh, I mean, choices were made. Choices were made, whether they're good or bad. Here we are, Stephanie. Uh, so uh, back to this sort of online learning. The other thing I wanted to sort of tie in here, and you, you touched upon a little bit about when you were not there, like when you were gone and, and playing sort of a modified snake oil, which is a great game. You guys should all pick that up. It's plenty of laughs for the family and great for the classroom. But uh, I wanted to say that one of the things I do is I actually wrap – my sub into sort of my storyline a little bit. I call them the traveling sage. I love that. And I build, uh, I think right now I have like four items that are specific to the traveling sage where I say, and I put in my sub notes, hey, if somebody helps you out, if somebody does that right thing and like you want to sort of single them out, let them know that like when I get back, they're going to be getting something from the traveling sage, which is them. And, uh, the the situation for the sub i think changes it changes that relationship and the and the sub i think has a kind of greater experience and some of them who are regular subs in our building kind of say they like that experience they like being part of the game and then on another sort of digital thing that you can add when you're not present is i record some of my lessons and if you don't have all the fancy equipment to do that you could just as very simply do like a screencast and have them put up 
you on the screen saying like, hey guys, we're going to do this today, blah, 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 blah. I find it really can smoothly like get through your lesson really nicely and you're not even there. That's crazy yeah. to me. I did the same thing. Um, I used the, I used YouTube and made it a private channel and at my students could go in and see the lesson plans for the day. Like as me talking through it, like you said, I didn't, I didn't have any fancy equipment, but I just used my screencast and I talked through it. And what I liked was that you never know for us, we never knew who would be in our room. You know, sometimes you got a subway in advance, but sometimes it was down to the last minute and, and there are differences in subs. I mean, there just are. So you don't know if someone coming into your room is going to present that material that you left with the same, I guess, emphasis that you imagined that you thought you wrote so carefully. You don't know if something will be missed. And I found that YouTube for that was perfect because I, it was me and the way that I always talk. And so we had our jokes. So I would always do, you know, my greeting to them because I would always loudly tell them good morning, you know, and I would still do that on my videos. I would greet them and Give there was a, a there was of, a sense of familiarity. Yeah, you you said it earlier. Building relationships still through this, it's it was still a way for me to connect with them when I'm not in the classroom, to make sure I covered every single thing that I wanted to be done that day, <laughs> to make sure that there were clear directions. And then I always told them they could reach out. You know, if they had questions, I told them I would be checking between this and this. Um, you know, and that so they knew that they could still talk to me if they needed it. And I found that that made a huge difference in what actually got done when I was gone. So. Nice. I uh, have another app I kind of want to share that I came across this year and I'm loving it. Loving Do it. <laughs> I feel I'm not always savvy on learning the newest tech. So maybe this is super old. Maybe everyone out there knows about it, but it's called Loom. Have you heard of Loom? I have not used Loom. <gasps> I get to share So please it. fill me in. All right. <laughs> Loom is, uh, you know, like a plugin you can add to Chrome. Uh, I think it's a separate thing as well. But nonetheless, it's one of these sort of screencasting sort of apps. But the whole idea is to you know like a picture's worth a thousand words kind of thing mm -hmm. so when somebody asks you that quick question on email like how do you do this how do you do that loom's built to record you so you'll be in the corner so they'll see your face you can turn that off if you don't like it but i think for our students it's good to, like you were saying about relationships this is what made me think to share this with you right now is your face will be in the corner then you can like record your screen or record just like an app if you want just the app to be the screen you obviously tell them what you're doing. So this is actually what I did for all of my online learning days. I like it. I'm walking them through the directions. That's just a Google Doc, which they could have read, but we we know yeah. the we know that they Absolutely. might not have read that. <laughs> um, so I'm just kind of walking them through that. There's me in the corner, and then I just sort of say like, "Have a great you know debate and check it out and blah blah." blah. And you can have links attached to it. So when they load the Loom. Like right below it is like, here's the link to the debate. Here's the link to the flip grid. You know, it's all included. I love that. It was nice on our first online learning day. Kids just had to read something and take some notes. One of my questions, one of my kids had a question and it was like, Ugh, I could take like 10 minutes to type it out and give them the answer. 
or I just can create this loom, created this loom, didn't use that kid's name. And then like mm-hmm. two other kids had questions. I just pasted the link to the loom and like, whoop, you know, gave it. And they, they both, they all, all three of them wrote back like, oh, this was great. Thanks so much. I mean, it was like, it was, nice. the, it was the equivalent of as if I wrote this super nice long email that explained it, <laughs> but it, it took me two seconds to record and they liked it better. Uh, you well, can see even as adults, we don't read emails thoroughly. Sure. All and the time. You so. can see how many people have seen it. Like, so I also like that. So when I sent it back as an answer to that child, like you knew they saw it because they were the only one that I gave that link to. So I like it. you're like, oh, okay, they viewed it. Nice. Uh, it's it's really cool, really powerful, uh, really built into the apps. It's super easy to use. You can save them. Oh, and they're like instant. This is the other thing that thinks crazy. So unlike I'm adding it to my Google Keep right now, <laughs> so I don't forget this. <laughs> I I really like it. The videos are instant. Like the moment I hit like stop recording, it's like boop. It's like ready to go. There is no processing, no like upload it somewhere. Nice. It, it's just it's awesome. So check it out. It's kind of nice to interact with students. So again, when you're online learning days or else, it's just. It's cool to like respond to kids in this in this fashion or, or respond to other teachers. Like I would imagine in your capacity, if a teacher has a question about something, how quick would that be for you to like bring up the thing? Hey, here's how you use Kahoot. You could have Kahoot loaded. You're walking yep. them through. You're in the corner. So they feel like, oh, yeah, that's Stephanie. That's, you know, she's the one I'm asking the question to. And boom, they get this nice thorough answer that will only take you like one minute to record or two minutes to record. <laughs> I love it. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, like, these are like these are some of the things, right? That, like, with technology, these kind of days, these kind of moments can be better, whether they're you're at a conference and, you know, you're not there and you have a sub or it's a snow day or online learning day, whatever we call them. Uh, there are just so many great tools out there. You talked about uh, using Seesaw. I also know Edpuzzle is another great one where you can kind of like build out kind of a learning experience and, you know, people can check that out. There's also fabulous modules for all these major LMS systems, these learning management systems. Mm -hmm. Like I know your district uses Canva. Canvas. Canvas, sorry. Um, (laughs) Canvas. And I know in that, I've poked around in that. Our district doesn't use it, but you can have different modules like appear and you know, like you could have kids work through things. I've also used in my past uh, Schoology. Mm-hmm. And Schoology has some neat, I mean, speaking about gamified experiences, you, they have some things where you can like kind of unlock content and you can have it kind of be branching architecture. Like if they do this, it unlocks that. And if you take the time, you could build a kind of neat experience in that online learning environment. Absolutely. I also just want to address, because I know that we've focused a lot with the online component, but there are some schools that don't have one-to-one, or if they do have one-to-one, they might not have a population that all has access to internet at home. And in a day like today, you know, going to the library is not a possibility, you know, so you can still, though, do something as simple as having a snow day Um, or emergency day bingo card with choices that are non-technology related, but give them choices that are related to material that you've been working on. It could be review of concepts. It could be from 
you know, every content area puts something in there, but then those stay in a folder that would always be in the student's backpack that would go home. And it would be an activity that you could tell them, you know, if we have a snow day, you have to pick one of these. And I expect when you come back that I'll see it. So even without a lot of um, technology, you could make a learning experience available to them and, and something that they can look at and engage with and then still come back having done something. I had a teacher, I mean, way before one-to-one schools, right? Because uh, I'm like 100 years old. <laughs> And I feel like I am a month older than you, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a teacher who, uh, again, growing up in Wisconsin, at the beginning of the school year, when where there was no shot of a snow day, right? It's the beginning of the school year. <laughs> gave us this sort of standard exploratory assignment. And then... It was always understood that when there was, for whatever reason, a you know a snow day, or um, if if she wasn't there, and we had a sub, and you know sometimes sub plans don't go as planned, and like all of a sudden, <laughs> like what should have been like a sixty-minute lesson turns into a twenty-minute one. We knew that we could always go to this exploratory assignment, and it was one of these endless. You could kind of like do them and recycle them and just kind of endlessly do it mm -hmm. it was kind of it was kind of nice and sh there was no like real expectation that you had to do it but mm -hmm. you know this teacher we liked this teacher we cared about this teacher so then you kind of many of us did it i mean i would say like 85 mm -hmm. percent of the class would kind of go into the mode of doing that exploratory assignment i love it yeah and that was when one-to-one -one didn't mean computers or anything else it didn't it didn't mean anything <laughs> one to one like one to one what i mean i played number munchers on a number munchers <laughs> i remember that an oregon trail oregon trail there was I... there were some games man there were some games <laughs> stephanie and i love games if you don't know just a little bit just a little bit <laughs> Uh, well, I can't believe it, but I mean, this kind of ends our online learning together here. Uh, but we have, before we go, a little reflection time. I have kind of a quote that sort of somewhat relates <laughs> um, a little okay. bit. Teach, sure. teach. Sure. <laughs> uh, so you ready for this amazing quote that perfectly ties into today's topic? <laughs> the best preparations for tomorrow is doing your best today. And that is by Jackson Brown Jr. Whoa. How does that hit you with our online learning topic? Um, I guess I think about the idea that when students are away from school, um, if they're still engaging in something that is not, not for the whole day even, but just for a period of time engaging with something that reminds them of what they've been working with and and uh, interacting with, that it helps prepare them for that next time they engage with it. It can make them more excited about it. It can raise questions that they want answered. It could mean that they've developed answers to something that was asked before. But by looking at it, that by looking at it today while they're not at school, 
by spending even five minutes, they're going to be more prepared with it the next day. They're going to be more excited, more engaged, just more ready to learn with it the next day. I love it. I couldn't say it better myself. I think that taking that moment to be prepared today really strengthens your tomorrow. I think that that's gamification. I think that's school. I think that's education. I think that's what we do. I think that's what we care about and what we choose to invest our lives in. And and we're hoping to inspire kids to do that very same thing in terms of investing in today, like, right. And, and with that investment, like make today the best day it can be. And I bet you your investments will grow tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, everyone, thank you so much for staying with us throughout this episode. I truly am (laughs) thankful for you guys (laughs) checking this topic out. And for those of you that are bundled up and, and part of this polar vortex with us, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you maybe are taking a piece or two from this and going to apply it to your sort of off day for your students. And for the rest of you that are warm and toasty, please, you know, push some of that up here just you know maybe if you all collectively blow out or exhale towards the north could you do that right they say like right like doesn't like if a butterfly flaps its wings there's like a tornado on the other side of the world something like that right like i'm sure if everyone right everyone let's do it let's let's synchronize our watches (laughs) i need you all to exhale towards the north at we'll say like noon central standard time that'd be like two that'd be like one eastern and like 10 California time. That should, everyone should be awake and able to do this. Let's make this happen. Let's end the vortex. We got it. All right. Thanks every- for having me, Michael. Yeah. Everybody, thanks so much for listening. It's truly an honor and a pleasure. I hope you guys have a great day. Take care. <laughs>